0: We'll <laughs> be Welcome to The Great Exchange, a podcast about examining the lies that we believe and exchanging them for God's truth. I'm your host, Brady Cohn, and joining me this morning is our co-host, Jason Wilson. Morning, Brady. It's great to have you here.
1: Yeah, it's good to see here. So I have see my coffee here. in it's front good of me. to see here, I said. See here, yes. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, that's, that's what happens right when you don't have any coffee in front of you. I have my coffee, which means my brain is starting to function.
1: Well, I, you know that I have a a little sensitivity to coffee. I, I have oh, a cutoff of like nice. nine o'clock. If I you're, get, if I feel really real crazy, man, nine thirty uh-huh. AM is my cutoff for coffee. Mm, interesting. Or I will not sleep for a long time. Uh huh. It's not good. It's not good. See, I drink coffee
0: all day long, but caffeine really does nothing to me. It doesn't help me. It's uh, just—it's more of a psychological. It's what most addicts
1: would say. Mechanism. I could quit anytime. I could quit at any time. I just enjoy it. I enjoy it. So, yes. I don't have an addiction. Addiction has me.
0: Yes. Exactly. Uh huh. (laughs) Yes. So I have my coffee, so my brain is fully functioning,
1: which is good because we have some some good stuff to
0: talk about today.
1: Do you think this is maybe one of the most awkward intros we've had so far? Probably co-hosting, you know, but but I'm
0: like really the king of awkward moments. I create awkward moments all the time, so I so I, I feel like I can be so socially awkward sometimes and just. Uh, Don't know quite how to interact with Uh, people.
1: I I would agree. My my wife hates awkward silence and Mm. cannot stand Uh it, and I just embrace it sometimes. Oh, yeah. See how long can we just sit here? <laughs> yes, I can mean, see who, who's doing that. Who's gonna break first? You My
0: know? Uh, awkwardness comes in. I don't know how to interject into conversation. So I'm great at one-on-one conversations, but you add a third or more people, and I'm so I don't know how to interact. And so uh, there's this conversation happening, and I start to say something, and it's as if. I I don't exist. Like I'm like interrupted and the conversation continues and I just stop mid sentence. And it's, it's if I do not exist. I've experienced that. Yeah. And so I, I think I don't know how to move on from there. And not,
1: not like I've experienced you do that. I've, uh I've done that. And so, you know, I have a kind of a motto I live by that. I try not to play games. I can't win. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I feel like I'm going to interject into a crowd of people talking and it's going to just, if I don't feel pretty confident, I'm just going to sit and listen. Yeah. Because I would rather yeah. just be not seen than be seen uh, looking like a jackass. And
0: feel like you're rejected. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So anyway, well, that's that's good to know about you. We've all experienced <laughs> those awkward moments and have yeah. to work through society. Why do we have to live in a society? I don't know. Just yeah. move
1: to a rural farm. Yes, well. Seattle,
0: yes. Well, I do have a rural farm, but maybe in a a place other than Seattle would probably help, yeah. So, all right, well, today we are going to talk about some deep things, okay. It's actually a little bit of a follow up to a previous conversation we had uh, a few weeks ago or a couple months ago. We did an episode on transgenderism Mm -hmm. and we talked about Leah Thomas, the swimmer who is transgender, Mm -hmm. and you asked me a question a couple times that i felt like i didn't have a great answer for the question you asked me was what is it that they're actually celebrating cuz some people in our culture are so adamant that that should be celebrated accepted what are they like what is the heart behind that why are they so adamant it's not just like we should tolerate this everyone do their own thing but like we have to celebrate they're so adamant that we do that so, right. what is it that's being celebrated? So, I've really been reflecting, praying on that uh, the last uh, few weeks. And I, I just keep going back to Romans 1, and it's a, such a great description of how we get caught into sin. And so, you know, the great exchange, it's named after Romans 1, they mm-hmm. exchange the truth about God for a lie and worship creation instead of the creator. And so I'm going to go back and uh, just read a section of Romans 1 here, and then we're going to dig into what is the lie that our culture is believing? What are they actually worshiping? What truths are they exchanging for lies? so starting in romans chapter 1 verse 21 says for although they knew god they did not honor him or give thanks but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish hearts were darkened professing to be wise they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible god for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them over to the lust of their hearts to impurity, so their bodies would uh, be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged natural function that, that for which is unnatural and in the same way also the men abandoned natural function of the women and burn in their desire toward one another men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty for their error and just as they did not see fit to honor god any longer god gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper uh being filled with All unrighteousness, wicked, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, uh, they not only do the same, but they also give hearty approval to those who practice them.
1: That's there's a, a lot, lot there. There's a lot there. And that's
0: a whole list of sins. That's why, you know, yeah. we always go to these passages to talk about homosexuality, Romans 1, but this covers so many uh areas of sin. But what I really want to focus on is giving the hearty approval to those who practice, because that's where our culture is at. We not only tolerate these things, we're we we give such hearty approval to them, and people get so offended if you were to dare disagree with what some of these people are doing, and and look at biology and say it's wrong. And so, what is the heart? And I, I think I've come to the conclusion is that idol being served here is freedom, mm-hmm. is is personal autonomy. Correct. And so, it is the idol of. Um, Uh, self-worship it's the idol of I can do whatever I want without constraint that's what people call freedom
1: yeah and let me mention that too I, I feel like part of that is the first part of that I do think you know talking about being um people being who they are and celebrating uh freedom I think the first half of that is good yeah uh it is the you know you're talking about the discipline aspect on the back end i think is where it gets strange um or it starts to get sinful uh i don't know if i'm explaining this very well but i do feel like if we go back to the original question what are people celebrating you know and i feel like Mm -hmm. uh the swimmer that, that was i feel so long ago now that it happened in the news cycle yeah but the people i know that were like celebrating that They weren't celebrating, um, Oh look, this, here's a biological male crushing women in a sport. Like that wasn't, that wasn't their motive. They weren't malicious. They were
0: celebrating that this is a transgender person who's doing this.
1: (laughs) Right. And there was an, there, there was an, um, a tone of like bravery and sort of beating back barriers and opening doors for all kinds of people. Uh, making it more inclusive. And I I would say on the surface, great. Right. But we see the implications. It's not playing out right but the initial celebration is of those things Uh
0: and that's why they can kind of back us into a corner sometimes it Mm -hmm. feels like with those conversations because it's like oh well you know don't you want to be inclusive of people give all people opportunity and and so that's where on the surface it looks like some good virtue at times and they can use what looks like good virtue to kind of back us into a corner to celebrate Mm -hmm. things that that i don't feel like should be celebrated
1: and i I don't know if this analogy is harsh or not so if it is I, i i apologize i'm not trying it to make it harsh but i believe it was in the reason for god by tim keller talking about the constraints of christianity right that that would Mm -hmm. be an objection Mm -hmm. that Christianity is like a straight jacket and doesn't allow you freedom but his his uh, illustration was it's like playing scales or learning a musical instrument where you you know you work on the scales there's a constraint there that allows a musician to then do a solo and a song later, mm-hmm. and it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. But without the discipline and the constraint of the scale, then it just sounds like a toddler banging on keys, yeah, right? Absolutely. The, the actual, the the constraints or the restrictions, or maybe a better way to say it, the boundaries given to us in Christianity with our sexuality or with our words, you know, think about that list you just had of gossip. Or um, you know disobeying parents, right? There's constraints that are given to us that allow us that when we do express ourselves later, it's actually more beautiful because of the restraint, not yeah, not because the restraint is lacking.
0: Absolutely, and so God's the the constraints God gives us helps us to flourish and uh, be more fully human. Whereas our culture says that our humanity comes from expressing the feelings that are inside of us. And many times those feelings are based on lies. They're based on dysfunction. And so, but uh, our society says that freedom is being able to express whatever is inside of us. Correct. Uh, Whereas Christianity turns that on its head. And whereas freedom comes from Christ, uh, Mm -hmm. we've been set free from ourselves. So we don't have to express what it's going on inside of us, because what's going on inside of us is is not healthy. It's dysfunction. It's sinful. It's based on lies, and we can exchange those for his truth.
1: Right. And even going back to a, a Christian view of individualism versus, say, an Eastern view, it's not that we're trying to actually remove any sort of distinctions, but in Christ, we become more of who we actually are. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think that's why we see Christianity. Whenever it is in like, say, Southeast Asia, it has a, a different feel, a flavor, almost a sound, a tone, like a church on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning. It's going to sound very different than a Latin American church, right? Because it's not all, it's not trying to remove distinction, um, but it's actually making those people more expressive of who they are. Yeah, which is good. Right, well, that's the celebration with the you know a transgender athlete like that's celebrating that part they they're being more who they are i'm putting that in air quotes right that, yeah, that's the good cause part because you don't but,
0: actually believe that's who they are but that's who they think that they are right
1: right so it's it's a weird the celebration is being who we really are and we would say as christians who we really are mm-hmm. comes out more in our restrictions that lead us to more freedom. That's yeah. the irony of it all.
0: Absolutely. And so there's irony that's like, uh, by being a slave to Christ, that's how you have freedom. Correct. By uh, enslaving yourself to our savior, uh, and that's what Paul says, he's, he's a slave to Christ, but it's through that that he has freedom.
1: Right, and the opposite is true, is if we are a slave to our desires, mm-hmm. that actually leads to less freedom, yeah. not more. Absolutely. Absolutely. I so I just I would preached like to, at you, Brady. Yeah,
0: very good. <laughs> lo- I love that. I was, I've really been evaluating how did our culture get here? And how does our culture here in the U.S. Um, play into this? And I've made I, some interesting connections that I don't know if everyone will agree with. But I feel like as a culture, we idolize freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we worship freedom. And idols are something that are good things that God gave us that we make the mm-hmm. ultimate thing that right. we place our hope in. And... In the US we, we romanticize and idealize this concept of freedom. And so you know, I grew up watching Westerns mm-hmm. and it's like, you know these cowboys are the macho, they have freedom and uh but they use that freedom for good. For you know, they're always saving the day, rescuing someone. Um, but then you look back at, you know, American history, and I I love America, I, I love our history, but we're we're founded on the principles of freedom. The the colonials, it's like we, we rebelled against uh no, uh, high uh the rate. king, uh, because of high taxes, which sometimes I wrestle with. It's like, was that a, a noble purpose sure. to t- shed life over? Like, so I, I, I know that that sounds so un-American of me, but it's like, I don't know if that was a, if the American revolution was a just war. Mm-hmm. And people say, "Well, but we weren't represented." It's like, it, but it's, does that make a just war in the, to take lives over? Like sure. I, I, I wrestle with that a yeah. lot.
1: Well, very American, the, the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Like, yeah. It's part of the American motto is to pursue happiness.
0: Yes, and uh, do that with 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 freedom. Yeah. And so I I think where I would probably uh um you know uh make some people angry here is that it's it's the ideological left that is you know uh promoting all of the transgender, the, the, the sexual and gender ideology of, of I can be whoever I want to be, but that's actually steeped in all of American culture, even in the, the political and ideological, right. This, this idolatry of freedom, Mm -hmm. that that's what our hope is in that that's where we find our value and we're going to fight to the death for it. Right. And so, so, uh, most, uh, Political conservatives would not appreciate me uh, saying that uh, they're, they can also idolize freedom in unhealthy ways, and that's the same root that we're seeing this, this crazy gender expression in our culture, sure. but it really is coming down to uh, being our own God and thinking that I can find freedom in myself apart from Christ, and sometimes we think that we can find freedom from politics, freedom... You know that's where we're gonna uh, where we find our freedom, and that's that's not true. Our freedom comes from Christ when we submit to Him, Mm -hmm. and so I think that all of this is wrapped up in an Americanized uh, sometimes idolatry of freedom. And don't get me wrong, I like political freedom. I I like uh, a lot of things about America and our ideals, but all good things can become idols. And uh, when we're willing to fight to the death for something and sacrifice, that's this revealing of what we're actually worshiping.
1: And I would just say even to the Christians listening, thinking about, oh yeah, yeah, people just want to celebrate their freedom. But I've seen just even pastorally, there's a lot of Christians who have no Constraints, no restrictions on their life. No, um, I do. There's. Let me explain it this way. I do feel like following Jesus. It is a weird uh, tension between I'm carrying a cross, uh, but also I found life more abundantly. Right? Mm, There's a tension there, Mm -hmm. and I do feel like if there is no rhythms or patterns in our life where you say, "All right, as a Christian, I don't do this," um, and I do do this, and I don't necessarily want to. But to live under that restraint, I have to, like a little one would be just, man, uh, Sunday morning, showing up on a Sunday morning to church when you don't feel like it Mm -hmm. is a huge mark of discipleship to say, I'm going to be with God's people today, even though I'd rather stay home. Like, it's just little stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't have to be huge. Like, I'm going to sell everything and move to a foreign country and be a missionary there. But... There should be some Showing aspects. Discipline and self. Yes, because it's a fruit of the spirit. Yeah, you know, self control is a fruit of the spirit. Uh-huh. Faithfulness is a fruit of the spirit. To I mean I'm going to be faithful to God's people. Yeah. You know, and like my Absolutely. presence there. So, so that's, uh, that's a pastoral. That, that reminds
0: Sorry. me. Uh, one time, I was complaining to Mary about all these things I'm lacking, like self control and discipline, and you know, uh, gentleness at times. And I was like, I just don't think that. Those are possible for me. She was like, "Well, those are fruits of the spirit, so I think <laughs> I think they should be possible, right? Because so, Christ changes us, yes." But I see that thread throughout our culture of idolizing freedom that comes out in our politics, in our just ideology of all these things, and I think that so many of our issues come back to this root cause of idolizing freedom, so that we have bodily autonomy, mm-hmm. and that's. Uh, gender ideology—that's uh, sexuality. Of I can do whatever I want, and any constraint on my body uh, is, is is harmful for me. Is uh, mask uh, mandates? Yeah, yeah, there you go, <laughs> mask mandates. Let's let's really step in it uh, today. You no, know, might as well go all out there. Uh, but uh, I, I I see that same root at the heart of abortion right now. Mm-hmm. That's big in our culture right, right. now because Roe versus Wade and yeah. all that that's going on is that. I, and I wonder, like how are people so extremely extremely passionate about this mm-hmm. like they're uh, it's like they are living and dying over this issue they uh, you know are willing to it seems like fight to the death over this issue. why are they willing to give their their life for that why are they so passionate about uh, defending this practice of abortion and it comes down to bodily autonomy of right. I can do whatever I want at anyone any constraint to my body because I am my own God. And at the yep. heart of that is I am my own God and I'm going to worship myself. Right. And for me to be able to worship myself, I, I can't have any constraints set on my body by by anything or anyone. Right.
1: Well, sorry not to step in it again, but I remember a buddy of mine was working at a grocery store during, you know, the kind of the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. And like a, like, and he's like five, six, right? He's not a big guy. And this this guy who was like six, four, was like threatening to beat him up. Cause he said, sir, you're, you're supposed to wear a mask. And the, and the guy was like, it's my body. You ain't going to tell, you know, and yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. so it's where you see kind of both sides of that. Of yeah. Like, it's like, he's ready to fight over yeah, that.
0: Absolutely. It's like, you know, uh, um, pro abortion people have always said my body my choice which obviously as our christians we argue that that's another body inside of them correct it is a uh, little different and so that's that's different but then the whole mask thing and then all of a sudden it's like oh what happened to my body my choice and the the vaccine mandates and correct all that so it's just uh um, there's so many political talking points and just. Uh, we
1: see, I think the point is we see we see a desire on both the right and the left yes for freedom and uh-huh. autonomy it to just, do what they want to do It just do. comes
0: in different ways and so there's yes. still idolatry of freedom and autonomy and right. so and one looks patriotic and one doesn't sure and it can still be the same roots of idolatry of. Uh, no constraints on my life.
1: Right. I don't want any constraints mm-hmm. at all. Absolutely. No, and I, I, I get that. And
0: we worship that. Yeah. And we, we worship that on the political and ideological uh, and religious left, and we worship that on the political and ideological and uh, religious right mm-hmm. of this. And we don't, I think, we don't always realize how our Americanism and sometimes patriotism has gotten mixed up with our Christianity. And we podcast. consider them two the same yes. We will be doing a podcast in the future on that. And there's there's a lot to talk about. it. you know, uh I I uh, there's an, it's an election season, so there's a lot to talk about there. Oh man. And so it's be probably fun. most of us just want it to be over. I agree. But, uh we'll we'll talk about it and hopefully examine our hearts and and figure out uh um, where are we idolizing certain political beliefs and people? And That'd be fun. Uh, I think that in these, you know, trying difficult times, our hearts are revealed. So whenever we go through an election and how we see people respond to politics and all these issues reveals what we actually value. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's easy to throw a Christian label on those values, yep. When that's not always the case.
1: So, what do you think the cure is then for? Um, well, maybe it's not the cure is the wrong thing. We, we talked about sell it. Like, what did? we celebrate culturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leah Thompson, is that, was that Yeah, a, yeah. Right, so the, Leah Thompson. What we're
0: celebrating is this freedom, this, freedom, this, this idolatry to, of self, of that my humanity is uh, found in expressing whatever is going on inside
1: of me. How would you express that as a non-Christian? Does that question make sense?
0: It's, uh, yeah, I, I believe so. So if, if let's say- uh, Biology. Well, I well, mean, that's that, the, to, to because of this worship of, of self and this worship of freedom, they're ignoring basic biology. And so I believe a non-Christian should believe in basic biology and should be able to look at biology and say that this, this isn't right, that there is something off that is uh, causing people to ignore science. W-
1: I'll put it this way. I would say the celebration would be... And to, to get a quick answer would be that someone would say they would celebrate Leah Thompson, Thompson, because she stepped out bravely mm. to be who she is. Mm. Right. And I think I think yeah. that would bottom line, that would be yeah. that would be the celebration.
0: Absolutely. That is the celebration. That's the of celebration. The freedom to be who she feels like she is.
1: Well, and even the bravery aspect of it too—to say that wouldn't be an easy decision, right? Uh-huh. To do that, and so um, I think that would be it. But the counter response would be right—that it's not that's, yeah. that's not. that's not the bra- That's, the that's not the brave. The freedom's not there. We don't
0: believe that that is who she is. We ble- so we believe she's living in slavery to as as a Christian. I believe she's living in slavery to lies as she has believed, and right. I want her to find freedom from that. Right. And so, uh, you no know, Galatians. Uh five talks about freedom and uh Galatians 5.1 is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not love yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And when I look at Leah Thompson's life, uh I see a life that is burdened by a yoke of slavery. And so we as Christians, we you know it's hard to balance these things out of um uh Wanting the systems in our country that we're sometimes responsible for to honor God and also um, respect the dignity and value of people. And so when people look at Leah Thompson, uh i i I pray that they can have compassion yeah absolutely and and we can we can talk and we can discuss and we should figure out should this be allowed and i don't think it should be allowed but we we shouldn't do that at the expense of compassion and grace and making disciples and understanding that there's something spiritual going on here not just
1: political absolutely absolutely that was helpful
0: Oh, well, good. So, well, thank you, Jason. Always a pleasure to have you on here and hear some of your deep thoughts and and wisdom. Appreciate that, Brady. Yes. Thank you once again for joining us for the Great Exchange Podcast. We pray that as you go throughout your week, you can examine some of these lies that you may have believed and exchange them for God's truth. And it'll change your heart. It'll change the way you're living. It'll change the way you love other people. And you can experience true freedom that can only come from Christ. Have a great week.